The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership by John C. Maxwell. One sentence summary. The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership shows you that leadership is learned, not inherited, and that you can become a leader too, if you internalize some of the universal principles at play in any leader-follower relationship. My favorite quote from the author is, People don't care what you know until they know what you care. John C. Maxwell John C. Maxwell is a leadership legend. Originally coming from a church background, he's become a leadership expert thanks to decades of leading various churches throughout the US, working as a pastor and teacher, and eventually transitioned into talking about leadership for executives and companies. Today, he's leading a company that's focused on providing leadership training and education to Fortune 500 companies and businesses. Starting in 1979, he's also published dozens of books on the topic, some of which have become bestsellers and having sold over 20 million copies in total. This is probably his most popular one, and it shares the very core principles at play in leader-follower relationships. Maxwell has taken note of throughout his life. Here are my top three. 1. Make sure you stand on solid ground and uphold the rules you want to inspire others to keep. 2. Keep earning the respect of your followers. 3. It's okay to be a bad loser. It keeps you focused on winning. No matter in what capacity you want to lead people, these rules are timeless, so let's take a real good look at them. The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership Lesson 1 A leader must always stand on solid ground. Stick to the rules you represent. This answers the question, what is the foundational principle of good leadership? The number one element that empowers a leader to be successful and lead the way in the first place is trust. Even a tourist guide needs his group to trust him, because otherwise, why would they bother walking behind him for two hours? Maxwell calls this the law of solid ground. With a good foundation of trust, it'll be hard for a leader to do her work. According to Maxwell, trust is built mainly on three things. Honesty, fairness and good judgment. They're all related. If you can't judge a situation well, you'll likely not treat everyone fairly, which in turn makes you seem dishonest. However, fairness is the easiest one to start with and focus on, because it simply means you'll play by the same rules as everyone else. It's easy to remain fair because it's our default mode as human beings. What makes it hard is that it's also both tempting and easy to take a shortcut here and there, and quickly adapt the rules, quote-unquote, to a specific situation. But this never works out well. When leaders think they're above the rules, trouble follows. Take Richard Nixon, for example, who thought legal rules wouldn't apply to him and deemed an illegal break-in as an okay thing to set up. The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership Lesson 2 Your followers must respect you, but that respect has to be earned on a constant basis. This answers the question, what is the relationship you should try to establish and maintain with your followers? Trust gets people to put what you say into action. But to do that, they have to listen to you first. And that's where respect comes in. A leader is by definition at the front of the group, and therefore ahead of everyone else. This is the exact thing followers want from a leader. Having someone who's more skilled, more determined, and more courageous than they are, go first and say, it'll be okay, follow me. Initially, followers will be drawn to you because of something you did that they respect. However, it's important that you keep earning this respect over time, and one way to do that is to loyally devote yourself to their well-being. For example, 
While Gandhi never employed violence as a means of demonstrating, he continued to risk being hurt himself every time he led another protest, which got him a lot of respect. Being so loyal to your followers that you're willing to get hurt for them is rare, and that's what makes the law of respect such a powerful rule of leadership. The 21 Irrefutable Laws of Leadership Lesson 3 Hating losing is a good thing if you're a leader. It keeps you focused on winning. This answers the question, what is one of the ground principles of leaders that succeed? When you lose at Monopoly, does that make you mad? Does it make you want to just take the board and throw it out the window? Well, today's probably the first day someone will tell you that's a good thing. According to Maxwell's Law of Victory, giving up and losing are not valid options for a true leader. Take Winston Churchill, for example. He failed in school, failed in politics, he was defeated in every election except for the one that made him prime minister at the age of 62, failed in war, losing most of the battles he led his troops into in World War I and World War II, yet we remember Churchill as one of the best leaders in history. That's because he let none of these losses stop him from continuing to find new ways to win, which eventually led him to partner with the US and win World War II. His, the ideal attitude of a leader, is summed up best in one of his most famous quotes. Success consists of going from failure to failure without loss of enthusiasm. Winston Churchill My personal takeaways from the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership for 2017. First of all, you may have noticed the title of this book does not come naturally. In, in saying it's so weird because it continues to remind me of and I most certainly think that this is a ripoff of the 22 immutable laws of marketing which is a much catchier title if you ask me but whatever um, okay so I want to share how I'm implementing one and two in my life um yeah, maybe also a little bit about how I'm implementing lesson three. Okay, so first of all, standing on solid ground, right? Trust is the the trust is the metric. Trust is the currency that you want to uh, that you need to build in relationships, right? Any relationships really, but especially leader follower relationship. So if people trust you to change their life for the better, and then they will follow you. And if they trust that what you say works, they will follow you. If they trust that you care about them, that you give advice with their best interest at heart, they will follow you, and so on and so on. So Maxwell mentions three things specifically, honesty, fairness, and good judgment, right? So good judgment, let's start with the last one, is something you have to learn through practice, right? If you have a bad understanding of humans, so you can't really estimate what people are up to really well, or or you have a tough time putting people in categories when you first meet them, um, or you have a tough time telling whether someone is honest or dishonest and so on, you need to practice that. The only way is to practice that. So if you have a situation at your office where there's some dispute on the team and you need to settle something or you need to divide something among team members, you need good judgment to be able to tell who deserves what share of the pie, for example. Pie being something, some money you made, for example. And that only comes through experience, right? So this is where the failure aspect comes in already because 
you only get that through experience. So you have to lead, you have to jump into the cold water and take the plunge. Um, so, for example, good judgment. What I learned is, when I was starting out with my blog, I was such a sucker for the influencers in that space, right? I read all their blogs, I tried to establish contact with them by sometimes asking them questions on Twitter, or sometimes sharing when I had something which I thought was valuable, which it often wasn't, and they told me to shut up, and one guy blocked me, another told me to fuck off, and so on, because I had no clue like oh man these are actually like high value people um they don't have time for this bullshit um and then and what i continue to find out with almost every single one of them is that sooner or later they would break their promise right so they promised x on their site or to me personally or whatever it was and they would break that promise and i got pissed off with every single one of them because once i realized man these people break their promises all the time that that's really fucked up so i don't want to follow these people and eventually over time as i learned i learned to judge these folks better um i don't think all of them are doing it out of bad intent but the problem is that they once they get so big they get so many requests it's hard to stay on top of everything it's hard to stay on track and but i don't want to live that life right so i would rather not make promises than to break them so and i realized man these guys really suck, I don't need them, I'm going to do my own thing, and that was that, right? And that's why I stopped, or that's in part why I stopped reading most blogs, not just for productivity, but also because my judgment got better, and now I can sense from a mile away when someone is sleazy, and I, that's why I de decline and deny most requests I get via email for collaborations and so on. Just not my type of thing, right? Um, fairness. Yeah, that's also a problem, right? That's also why I'm trying to either answer all my email or none of it, because that's fair to everyone. I don't want to single out people and say, I'm going to respond to this, this, and this email. That feels kind of shitty to me. Um, but we'll get on the email in the next one. Uh, and honesty, honesty is my guiding value, I think. If I could have one value to live my life by, it would probably be honesty. I feel like I get physically ill. I'm surprised I don't get something like weird pimples or so on my skin every t or a rash on my skin when I lie. Because that would be the perfect fit. Like I get sick, I get physically ill when I lie, and it and it's, blah, I don't like it at all. So I try to be honest at all times, um, and sometimes that's rough. And I've gotten and I'm getting rougher with my honesty, more brutal. Because I think, man, I don't have time to waste. Neither does that person. They're gonna die someday. So I'd better tell them what's up, straight up. And I've started being honest when I don't have to, right? So I will t I will randomly message people I haven't talked to in a while and say them, give them a piece of my mind. Which reminds me, I still have to send a voice message to some guys who complained about me. <laughs> um, behind my back, by the way, and a friend told me. And I made a voice message to send it to them to say, like, I'm disappointed, but I'm sorry, blah, blah, blah. Um, and just give them my honest feedback, right? Okay, on to the next one. Followers must respect you, but you have to earn their respect. So one way I try to do that is to engage with every single follower I get by sending out an email. Right now it's paused, but usually, because I don't have time uh, to answer all the emails, but usually people get an email saying, hey, what's one thing you struggle with right when they sign up? And I read and respond to every single one of those. Okay, please don't tell anyone. I get way too much email as it is, but I read and respond to every single one. So... I at least have the chance to engage with every single one of my followers at least once, right, in the beginning and earn their respect and try to be helpful and help them solve a problem that they have. Um, now, that's just one of the things I do, but I think that's a good example. And lastly, hating is a good thing. Hating losing is a good thing. Um, I do. I've gotten more competitive. 
not uh, so what i would recommend you do is to compete with everyone and to compete with no one right no one wants exactly what you want so technically you're not competing with anyone but on the other hand so that should give you comfort in that there's enough pie for everyone to go around right so you don't have to be jealous of other people's success and so on you don't have to worry about other people do you don't have to compare yourself but on the same side you're competing with everyone and the thing you should compete with everyone on or in terms of independence of what you want, of course, right? So take your relaxation, holidays, whatever, is work ethic. So um, everyone wants to be, succeed, right? So everyone at school is like studying and learning and doing their thing. Some are doing it more than others. And I'm trying to win my game, but I can win my game. Um, the only way I'm winning my game is I, if I put in the work. So competing on work ethic makes no sense at all, but it makes perfect sense for my personal productivity. So that's one way how I hate losing and how I hate and love competition at the same time. Uh, and I, tr I would encourage you to try to embrace that that um, contradiction, right? So winners pull from opposite sides. And this is one of the things that when you get it, like it's a really powerful idea that you can pull from opposite sides depending on what you need in any specific situation or moment. Or even say like high level I'm this and micro level I'm this. So you can be two different things at once. Um, and the way I hate losing is that I just keep doing things until they work out usually. Like four-minute books, I would have continued to do posting daily if it wasn't if it hadn't been where I wanted it to be after a year, but it was. So I was like, okay, I can change the frequency to once a week. Um, right now, for example, the four-minute folio, I created it, I pre-sold it and so on. That went well. Um, but now, after I introduced it, I have to integrate it into my whole product lineup, into the site, and so on. And that's not worked well so far. It's not selling as much as I would like it to. So <clears throat> I hate that taking that loss, but I love it because it allows me to build on it and to learn from it. And I'm just going to continue updating it and making it better until it works. Right? That's the commitment I'm making here. So hating losing, especially in things that are, are non like. Uh, make or break right that you can not just lose once but keep trying uh, is a great way to keep doing things until you eventually win those are my extra points for the 21 irrefutable laws of leadership by john c maxwell i hope you learned something about leadership and i hope to hear you on the next summary <laughs>